0: Welcome to Compass with helady Michelia, finding direction for your life. Hello. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank God for another time again for us to sit at His feet and to receive from Him words that bring direction to our lives. You are welcome to Compass, finding direction for your life. God has a place where He wants to take you to He has something He wants to do with your life your the commitment of your life, the commitment of your destiny is to follow that 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 compass and arrive at where God wants you to arrive and the compass is the word of God, the compass is Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The compass is the word of God. no one we will welcome you to the Word of God. Your assignment is to discover God's destiny for your life My assignment is to work with you Until you enter into that destiny Uh, This new year We are doing 40 lessons On living a life of impact A life of impact Is not a life Of how much uh, Material resources you have That's not a life of impact A life of impact is based on How much of the intent Of God That you are living and you are fulfilling. That's a life of impact. And today we are on lesson 14. But circumstances and and the lesson today says when God seems distant. That is that when you don't feel God or when you don't sense God around you. I don't know uh, about you. I don't know about your relationship with God. But I have had, you know, times and moments when I didn't feel God's presence. It, it, uh, for me, it can be it can be very devastating. For me, it can be very difficult when I don't feel God. I remember Job wrote, he said, when I look to my right, I he's not, I can't find him. He said, when I look to my left, he is not there. So there are seasons of your life when you are looking for God, and God is. God is just not around God is not just available When God seems distant God is real No matter how you feel No matter how you feel God is real It is easy to worship God when things are going great In your life In fact I discovered that many times We we, we, we think that when things are happening in our life is a sign that God is in our lives. You know When he has provided food, friends, family, health And happy situations But circumstances are not always pleasant. How do you worship God then? What do you do when God seems a million miles away? The deepest level of worship is praising God in spite of pain. Mm. Thanking God during a trial. Trusting Him when we are tempted. Surrendering while suffering. And loving Him when He seems distant. Friendships are often tested by separation and silence. You are divided by physical distance or you are unable to talk. In your friendship with God, you won't always feel close to Him. Philippians has wisely noted, any relationship involves times of closeness and times of distance. And in a relationship with God, no matter how intimate the pendulum will swing from one side to the other, that's when worship gets difficult. To mature your friendship, God will test it with periods of seeming separation, times when it feels as if he has abandoned or forgotten you. God feels a million miles away. St. John of the Cross referred to these days of spiritual dryness, doubt and estrangement from God as the dark night of the soul. Henry Nouwen called them the ministry of absence. A.W. Tozer called them the ministry of the night. Others refer to the winter of the heart. Others call it the wilderness experience. Beside Jesus, David probably had the closest friendship with God of anyone. God took pleasure in calling him a man after my own hand. Yet David frequently complained of God's apparent absence. He will say, "'Lord, why are you standing aloof and far away? Why do you hide when I need you the most? Why have you forsaken me? Why do you remain so distant?' Why do you ignore my cries for help? Why have you abandoned me? I don't know about you, but I have also experienced those times. I mean, I've experienced those seasons of challenges. Sometimes when I, when my health is challenged and I just feel as if God has, God has moved on and God has forgotten about me. Sometimes when things become quite difficult, you know, sometimes in ministry, sometimes you, you know, sometimes in many things. Of course God hasn't really left us or left anyone. He doesn't leave us. He has promised repeatedly, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But God has not promised you I will always you will always feel my presence. God didn't make that promise. In fact, God admits that sometimes he hides his face from us. There are times when he appears to be missing in action in your life. Lloyd McClung describes it. When you wake up one morning and all your spiritual feelings are gone, you pray but nothing happens. You rebuke the devil but it doesn't change anything. You go through spiritual exercise. You have your friends pray for you. You confess every sin you can imagine. Then go around asking forgiveness of everyone you know. You fast, still nothing. You begin to wonder how long this spiritual gloom might last. Days, weeks, months, will it ever end? It feels as if your prayer simply bounced off the ceiling. In utter desperation you cry out, what's the matter with me? The truth is, there's nothing wrong with you. This is a normal part of the testing and maturing of your friendship with God. Every Christian goes through it at least once and usually several times. It is painful and disconcerting, but it is absolutely vital for the development of your faith. Knowing this gave Job hope when he could not feel God's presence in his life. He said, I go east, for he is not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the in the north, for he is hidden. I turn to the south, but I cannot find him, for he knows where I am going." And when he has tested me like gold in a fire, he will pronounce me innocent. When God seems distant, you may feel that he is angry with you or he is disciplining you for some sin. In fact, sin does disconnect us from intimate fellowship with God. We grieve God's spirit and quench our fellowship with him by disobedience, conflict with others, busyness, friendship with the world and other sins. But often, this feeling of abandonment or estrangement from God has nothing to do with sin. It is a test of faith, one we will all, we all must face. At that time, God wants to see, will you run to him because there is sin in your life, or will you stay where you are? You know, that's just what that test is, where there is sin. Will you continue to love, trust, obey, and worship God, even when you have no sense of his presence or visible evidence of his work in your life? The most common mistake Christians make in worship today is seeking an experience rather than seeking God. They look for a feeling, and if it happens, they conclude that they have worshipped. Wrong. In fact, God often removes our feelings so we don't depend on them. Seeking a feeling, even the feeling of closeness to Christ, is not worship. When you are a baby Christian, God gives you a lot of confirming emotions and often answers the most immature, self-centered prayers. So you will know he exists but as you grow in faith he will win you out of these dependencies. God's omnipresence and the manifestation of his presence are two different things. One is a fact the other is often a feeling. God is always present even when you are unaware of him and his presence is too profound to be measured by mere emotion. Yes, he wants you to sense his presence but he is more concerned that you trust him. Than that you feel him Faith not feelings Pleases God The situation that will stretch your faith most Will be those times When life falls apart And God is nowhere to be found This happened to Job On a single day he lost everything His family, his business, his health And everything he owned Most discouraging For 37 chapters God said nothing I mean I've been close to this place In my work with God How do you praise God when you don't understand that what's happening in your life and God is silent? How do you stay connected in a crisis without communication? How do you keep your eyes on Jesus when you are full of tears? Number one, tell God exactly how you feel. I've talked about this in previous uh, broadcasts, and I encourage you to go, you know, You know, and, and, and check out what is happening there. Number two, focus on who God is, His unchanging nature. Regardless of circumstances and how you feel, hang on to God's unchanging character. Remind yourself what you know to be eternally true about God. That is that you come to a place where you're operating by knowledge, not by experience knowledge, that is you know who God is, whether you are experiencing it or not He is good, He loves you He loves me, He knows what I am going through He cares and He has a good plan for your life no matter how you feel, no matter what has happened to you and you feel like God is far away always begin to relate with God based on who you know of Him and not, not of how you feel about Him Never doubt in the dark What God told you in the light When Job's life fell apart And God was silent Job still found things he could praise God for That he is good and loving That he is all powerful That he notices every detail of our life That he is in control That he has a plan for your life That he will save you Trust God to keep his promises during times of spiritual dryness you must patiently rely on the promises of God not your emotions and realize that he is taking you to a deeper level of maturity a friendship is based on emo- a friendship based on emotion is shallow indeed so don't be troubled by trouble circumstances cannot change the character of God God's grace is still in force. He is still for you, even when you don't feel it. In the absence of confirming circumstances, Job held on to God's word. You must learn that character. You must learn that lifestyle. Number three, remember what God has already done for you. If God never did anything else for you, He will still deserve your continual praise for the rest of your life because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. God's Son died for you. This is the greatest reason for worship. Unfortunately, we forget the cruel details of the agonizing sacrifice God made on our behalf. Familiarity breeds complacency. Even before his crucifixion, the Son of God was stripped naked, beaten until almost unrecognizable, whipped, scorned and mocked, crowned with thorns and spat on contemptuously. Abused and ridiculed by heartless men, he was treated worse than an animal. Then, nearly unconscious from blood loss, he was forced to drag a cumbersome cross up a hill, was nailed to it, and was left to die slow excruciating torture of death by crucifixion. While his life blood drained out, hecla stood by and shouted insults, making fun of his pain and challenging his claim to God. Next, as Jesus took all of mankind's sin and guilt on himself, God looked away from that ugly sight, and Jesus cried out in total desperation, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus could have saved himself, but then he could not have saved you. Words cannot describe the darkness of that moment. Why did God allow and endure such ghastly evil mistreatment? Why so you could be spared from eternity in hell, and so you could share in his glory forever? Jesus gave up everything so you could have everything. He died so you could live forever. That alone is worthy of your continual thanks and praise. Never again should you wonder what you have to be thankful for. Always remember what God has done for you. There are there are things that When I use the word small Small things I'm not saying what God does is small But compared to the sacrifice on the cross There are many things you can remember That God did for you Even sometimes when you were not right Or when you were, not, when you were walking in unrighteousness Sometimes even when you were in sin God still came out and did stuff for you but When you go through seasons of darkness Remember those times Remember those seasons well that's the word for today i believe you've been blessed and somebody has been encouraged maybe you're going through a dark season right now i want you to remember all of these things and or club i know there is a test and this season is going to pass well it's been good sharing the word of god with you i want to encourage you to call the lines the numbers at the end of this broadcast and you can get a get an appointment for counseling you can um request for a copy of the book The Purpose Driven Life and we're going to get it to you free of charge uh, so that you can follow this study and then you can also use it for your personal life. We bless the name of the Lord for the opportunity to bring the word. I will see you at the next broadcast. I am sure you have been blessed by today's episode of Compass. Let's continue the interaction on our social media platforms at Hela E. Michelia on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Until next time, Keep moving in the direction of your destiny.